Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 105.7 The Fan. Been in 8105.7 The Fan here on this Victory Monday. Ravens 37-3 over the Seahawks. You wouldn't get in. You can't have 410-583-1057. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Other side of the glass. Ravens are 7-2. They won four in a row. Cleveland coming to town this coming Sunday at M&T Bank Stadium. Let's talk about some of the things that happened yesterday from a Ravens perspective. And we'll start with the head coach, John Harbaugh, talking about his team's pass rush and their coverage against those talented Seattle receivers. It's like a thousand things you work on, and everybody is doing the best. Everybody works on pass rush. Everybody works on timing the blitzes. You know, everybody works on the patterns. Everybody works on the coverage behind it. A big, a big part of what you saw today with that was, I think, the, uh, the complementary football between the coverage and the rush. I mean, the coverage got the quarterback to hold the ball, and then the rush got there a number of times. I mean, they're going to be frustrated in the ones they didn't get him down when he got when he moved out of there a little bit. But um, I thought our coverage was outstanding, and our and our rush got there. It kind of works together. I, I I everything everything they did seemed to be working. I mean, when you don't give up hardly any yards, and they're one for twelve or whatever on third down, you know they're teeing off. They're winning one on one battles, and the secondary, you know, playing good whether it's zone or man coverage. You know, I mean, yeah. I mean, you you couldn't ask for more probably if you're Mike McDonald. I mean, and Smith and Jigba, he had his uh, six out of seven targets were receptions. But DK Metcalf, aside from the one catch, yeah. zero factor in that game. Yeah, it was a 50-yarder. You know, it was a nice play by Metcalf. But he didn't have a lot of time, Bob. And I think he was confused a lot, it, it seemed like. Because, you know, you didn't know. And everything was timed up, like, perfectly in that game. So you didn't know who was coming, not coming. How many guys that you have come running free? You know, I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah, he got sacked, uh, Geno Smith, four times as the Ravens were putting pressure on him a lot. So they were making the most of it. Before we get back to the Ravens, does Seattle have a quarterback issue here now with Geno well, Smith? I was, I was, who's bounced around but found a home, it seems. I was reading the articles in the Seattle paper, and – you know, over the last four games, Bob, he's turned it over like eight times. You know, so, I mean, Pete said he's concerned about all the turnovers. I mean, AFC North, Bob, he's, you know, 78 quarterback rating Cleveland, 70 against Cincy and 49 against the Ravens. So he has not fared well in this division. 
1057 The Fan. Kyle Van Noy, we've been talking about him. He has been a nice addition. There's an understatement for sure. But here's Kyle Van Noy talking about this 2023 edition of the Ravens defense. First, it starts with the standard. And then secondly, as a group, all 11 of us and some that aren't starters, buying into that standard and trying to elevate each other, take the coaching and just produce that onto the football field. Uh, We have a lot of guys on this team that have chips on their shoulders or come from different backgrounds, whatever you want to call it, that are buying into each other, that believe in each other, and it shows on the football field. I I'm, I tend to the thing that impresses me, Bob, that you notice when you're watching their games. Everybody likes everybody, you know. Even like Odell Beckham's like leader of the offensive group, and every all the players love him. I mean, when he caught that touchdown pass, who was it? Um, was it? Uh, it was McCarry and Lindebaum. Yeah, down Simpson. there. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and so that's cool to see. And defensively. You know, Clowney. Uh, Clowney's probably having the most fun he's ever had in pro football. You know, he just looks like he's having fun. And when somebody gets a sack, I mean, they're all excited. They just seem like they all get along together and they're all having fun. That's what it looks like just watching. Now, Kyle Van Noy talked about the culture here or the the history of the Ravens defense is well documented. One of the best over the last 20 years or so. But Kyle Van Noy, are you guys satisfied just being good on defense? Yeah, we talk about uh, dominating, and that's kind of something that we really uh, lean on each other for, and we mean it. We don't just go out there to win. We want to dominate and show where we try to be the best defense in in the country. Can't say the world because, you know, that, that went crazy this summer. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, don't I, would, I would put the Ravens' defense up against, like, the Irish football team personally I mean, yeah. he was talking about the I think what was it the NBA somebody had an issue with uh, somebody in uh, Denver saying they were world champs no. instead of NBA champs no they're world champs right yeah. they're, they're they could beat any team in the NBA whatever and in the in the world but dominating they have been for the most part but there are some tests coming up here with quarterbacks and if Deshaun Watson is close to being whatever yeah. he used to be in Houston they have a test coming up this weekend against the Browns yeah because just look at it. you got Watson then you got Burrow who's on fire and then who who is it at then is it the Chargers Bob yeah you get the uh, old Justin Hebert yeah. so I mean make you, it you got Cajun. three stud quarterbacks coming up and they're gonna be challenged and you know what I I think uh I, I think the secondary is going to be challenged more in the pass rush because I think against both teams, I think they're going to be able to get pressure on the quarterback. Now, getting to the Ravens' offense, when you put up 37 points, you think you're having a pretty strong day. You have 29 first downs. The other team only has six. So, Lamar, what about that offense having a strong afternoon? I just thought Coach was going to be a lot balanced, and I believe he was tonight, um, today, uh, with play calling, you know, just – Run the ball here, play action there, throwing the ball quick, throwing it down the field. Uh, he hit every aspect of the game today, and it showed. Let me ask you this, Bob. Did you, when they had them jump off sides on the fourth down, were they going for it? The Ravens? Yeah. I would, I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Did I you th- think they were, Norm? Because he was under center. I, I, I didn't, I don't know what they were going to run. I think they were. You know, down there inside the red yeah. zone, real chance to just put the game away. Essentially, no. The one when 
when he jumped off sides, was that the third quarter? Because Lamar was still in. It was third quarter, yeah. Third quarter. Yeah, yeah, I think they were going for it. But he talked about balance, too. 33 attempts uh, between Lamar and Tyler Huntley. 41 rushes here. Yeah, no. I, well, you know, when well, plus, when you're up like you are, you're going to run the ball and eat clock. You know, when you know if it's a tighter game, you probably got to throw a little bit more, which they wouldn't have had a problem throwing it more because when your quarterback's completing 80%, you don't mind it. And finally, Odell Beckham finally got his first TD on his birthday, no less. Lamar, that's a good feeling, I'm guessing. Oh yeah, you know it's his birthday today, so I was I was definitely fired up. Um, and my brother threw the um, threw the touchdown, and it, it was great. You know, I made a great great pass, he made a great catch. I don't know what the celebration was. I was just pumped up because he got his touchdown. His, like that cha cha or something. Yeah, his his ankle, Lamar's ankle, didn't look like he was hurting. You know, because he was jumping up and down. Oh, he was springing. Odell <laughs> scored, but it was pretty cool because all the young guys and stuff were excited for Odell. I mean, and when you watch him out at practice, and I talked about it a lot, you know, when I was at training camp and stuff, Odell is liked by him. I mean, he's kind of the leader of that receiving core, and, and he helps them all, and, you know, they have a good relationship there. Question is, we hear Lamar and John Harbaugh talking about stacking. Can Beckham start stacking more productive games? Because that was his best game as a Raven. I mean, five catches over 50 yards, got in the end zone. I mean, can he stack them now? Bob, let me just say this. I I said all week long that that was going to be the best secondary that they faced. And I thought he ran his best routes. He showed the ability to separate and stuff. I don't know. Maybe his body was feeling better. But, you know, and last week, you know, probably for the older guys, Bob, like Van Oy and and Odell and some of those guys, that going to Arizona and – you know, the trips overseas probably caught up with a lot of the older guys much more so. And they looked much fresher in this game, much more explosive. Van Oy did. Odell did. The, all the, you know, those guys did. Uh, Daniel Jones, Giants News, out for the year, torn ACL. So uh, the G-Men up against it at quarterback right now. It's Biddy and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Let's count that Monday money by yourself. Nate Davis talks to NFL with him from USA Today. If you want to join us, get in here. Ravens are four, uh, seven and two, four in a row. Cleveland and Cincinnati back-to-back weeks. Ravens can really take command of the AFC North. Are they capable? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 1057 the fan talking some football, some baseball, some college hoops. There's actually a game happening as we speak in the world of college basketball. And we'll get into all of that good stuff in due time. Nate Davis, USA Today, talks about NFL with him in a few. But right now, let's count that early week money by or stuff. Well, the Dow's up 47. SP's up three. NASDAQ's up 17. DraftKings up 96 cents. Under Armour's down a dime. Start here in baseball. The Dodgers traded for Lance Lynn in the middle of this season, and that ended up completely blowing up in their face when he was getting shelled in Game 3 of the NLDS. And now they've gone on to decline his option for the 2024 season, settled for a $1 million buyout instead. At 36 years old, it seems that time may have finally caught up to him this year. His regular season ERA was 5.73, a drastic drop-off from his last few seasons where he was actually still pretty good. Uh, but Bob, buy or sell, Lynn still has something left in the tank heading into next year. Oh, I'll buy it. I mean, he pitched more like Lance Link than he did Lance Lynn. Remember, they tried to trade for Eduardo Rodriguez, and he uh, had a no-trade clause and refused to go to L.A. But Lance Lynn, I believe, actually started off well with the Dodgers and then kind of flamed out. But yes, Nolan, I will buy that he still has something left in the tank. Well, it's another week, and uh, we're subjected here to watching the Jets in prime time tonight. Oh. But if you're looking for some sort of angle to make this game exciting, oh. Jets defense, pretty good against what a lot of people call a good quarterback, Justin Herbert in the Chargers offense. Are you one of those people, by the way? Uh, he's good. <laughs> he's good. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he's a good quarterback. Okay. Uh, but so far this season, New York's defense has held plenty of opposing quarterbacks in check. Uh, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts all had multi-turnover games while averaging around 180 yards through the air against the Jets' defense. Buy or sell, Vinny. The Jets' defense gets at least two turnovers tonight. I'm going to buy it just because, yeah, I, I like uh, I like the Jets in this one. I think the fan, you know, Fireman Ed or whatever, he'll be going nuts tonight and everything. It'll be It'll be pretty exciting. This game could time. be the quintessential chargering game. They're favored by three and a half, and we'll do our picks next hour. But this is a game they should puffy pants, maybe, to show off on national TV, where they'll just find a way to lose. The Bills are becoming that sort of team. The Billsing. We'll get to that next hour. 
about some Orioles here. Winter meetings going to be here before we know it. The Orioles actually expected to be involved in the winter meetings for once and maybe some potential trades. Our friend Mike Exisa from CBS Sports was ranking players most likely to be on the move this offseason. No surprise, Juan Soto, the big fish. Uh, This trades, by the way, not free agency. But uh, Juan Soto came in at number one. Further down the list, couldn't decide on one Orioles player, instead listing the entire infield, put them under the microscope, uh, basically saying with Jackson Holiday soon arriving, other prospects like Kobe Mayo and Joey Ortiz, there's not enough spaces to fill all these guys, whether it's prospects you're going to trade away or someone like Jorge Mateo, who's already at the major league level. But Bob, buy or sell, Mike Elias will be selling an infielder this winter. Uh, I'll buy that. I, where's Jorge Mateo fit in at all next year? Because Jackson Holiday is going to make his uh, Major League debut in 24. Joey Ortiz is considered to be the best offensive shortstop of all of them. And he's been showing some pop the last couple of years. Yeah, someone's going to get traded. You're going to have to figure out a way to bolster your bullpen and maybe your rotation a little bit. And you have a ton of prospects. Some of them are going to make their uh, Oriole debut next year. And Proving commodities with Mateo, by the way. I don't know if there's a ton of trade value there. However, Santander's always the guy that gets floated out there. And I got a problem trading away 30 bombs and 90 right. ribbies personally, but you know, it's not my it's not my payroll. You talk about the pay increase for him if he wins a silver slugger later this week, be even more money yeah, in his pocket. He's going from they're projecting MLB trade rumors, what, four or five, I believe it is, he makes now to like eleven or twelve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll go back to last Thursday's game, the Steelers winning that one. Uh, Matt Canada actually tried something different in the game. He was down on the sideline, not up in the booth calling plays. The result was a pretty fast start for Pittsburgh. They scored on their opening possession, uh, 326 total yards of offense, which is actually something to celebrate when you're looking at Pittsburgh on the year. Their second highest total of the season to be uh, specific and Mike Tomlin was asked, "Hey, is that something that you're going to stick with moving forward? Have him on the sideline?" He wouldn't commit to it, uh, but obviously said that uh, they'll make any decisions based on what's good for the team. Vinny, are you buying or selling that this change, Matt Canada down on the sideline, had any connection or any correlation to their success on Thursday? I'll buy it. You know, I, I think it, I think it probably did. You know, because they did better. So. Um, didn't hurt to try. Doesn't hurt to try, and for, if if that you know if you succeed the first time, I keep trying it again. Well, you know we've been doing a lot of giveaways here on Vinny and Haney the past couple weeks, and we're going to continue this week, uh, all week this week. I got pairs of tickets to see Chris Stapleton, the All American Road Show featuring Marcus King and Nikki Lane, who I'm being told are in fact real people. Uh, courtesy of Live Nation here. This is all going to happen uh, June 7th next summer. Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets are on sale right now, but you don't have to buy them because you could win them right now. I'm looking for caller number 4, uh, 410-583-1057. Again, we'll give away pairs of tickets to see Chris Stapleton all week. But your first pair happening right now, 410-583-1057. And this Chris Stapleton is a big deal in the world of country and Western music. Not exactly my preference musically but i know who he is and he's one of their bigger stars 
The other two people I agree with you that don't even sound like real people. Marcus but, King, Nikki Lane. There you go. They'll be there. You want to go see them? Now's your chance. Sports at 583-1057. Nate Davis, USA Today. We'll talk some NFL with him. Ravens are 7-2. and two. Are they the best team in the AFC, at least as we sit right now? And uh, the Raiders, could they be a little shaky, or not shaky, a little team to worry about for shaky teams in the AFC because Antonio Pierce seems to have put a foot up their rear ends. This episode is brought to you by Progressive of insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need answers, when you crave sports, when you want the best, it's 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 1057 The Fan. A little victory Monday for you. Ravens win 37 3 over Seattle, just demolishing first place in the NFC West team. Ravens have now won four in a row. Back to the division fray Sunday at MIT Bank. Cleveland coming to town. Ravens early six-point favorites in that game. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw is on the other side of the glass. Joining us now to talk about the NFL as we're almost through week nine. Chargers and Jets tonight. You can hear that game on 105.7 The Fan. He is on the WGK Law Guest Hotline USA Today. Talks some NFL with our friend Nate Davis. Nate, good afternoon. Good to talk to you again. Yeah, good to be with you guys. Well, you know, we talked about it when you did your predictions prior to the season. You had all four teams in the AFC North winning double-digit games. They're all five wins or more, all two games over 500. If the playoffs started today, which they don't, they'd all be in. And we knew the Ravens and Bengals were scary and Watson, whatever his status with Cleveland. But what about Pittsburgh? How did they manage to be 5-3 and three with a win, by the way, over the Ravens, part of those five? Yeah, no. Thanks for remembering. Yeah, I, I did say that about the uh, ASC North. Looks like we're like we're, we're, we're tracking towards that right now. Um, Pittsburgh is a weird team, man. I mean, statistically, mm-hmm. offensively, defensively, <clears throat> um, you know, not not a good team. But uh, you know, as most people will, will tell you, they'd rather have a, a defense that's ranked twenty fifth or thirtieth that, that makes a bunch of explosive plays like like sacks, hurries, uh, and turnovers, and that, that's that's what they do. Um, you know, that that's. That's, I guess, the, one, the Mike Tomlin culture. I mean, it's a team that's invested more heavily on the defensive side of the ball than, than on the offense, and the offense looks like it's coming around a little bit. Um, but but they're dangerous. I mean, the whole division is dangerous. I mean, I even ask you guys, but I'm, I'm kind of sitting here debating right now today as I'm getting the power rankings ready. Are, are the Eagles number one or are the Ravens number one? And I'm, I'm kind of leaning – Kind of lean Baltimore right right now, but uh, I mean that that feels like that would be a pretty good Super Bowl. Now, yeah, hey, we'd love that down these parts. But uh, Cincinnati staying in the division. They beat Buffalo last night, twenty four eighteen. When the Ravens beat the Bengals a few weeks back, Burrow certainly wasn't near one hundred percent. Getting closer to that, so it's a two parter for you, Nate. Cincinnati, the scare factor has got to be pretty high. And if you're Buffalo, I guess you're scared for the other reasons, like you're five and four at this point in time. Yeah, I mean, certainly Cincinnati, you know, had, had the slow start last year uh, as well with Burrow coming off the appendectomy. I mean, throw T. Higgins into that into that this year as well. He had a big game 
um, last night, and it looks like that they're they're kind of on track to overcome an 0-2 start two years in a row and, and make the playoffs. And no other team has done that since the playoffs uh, expanded. Uh, you know, we, we know what they're, they can be defensively. Cambridge Taylor looks like a player. So, yeah, the, the Bengals are kind of back to being what, what they thought they were. Uh, you know, you mentioned Buffalo. Um, it also seems like they're kind of de- developing into a, a real Jekyll and Hyde, you know, team that, that dominates uh, in Orchard Park. Uh, but, but for whatever reason, can't get it together um, on the road. And I mean, right now they're sitting in ninth place in the AFC. I think they got a lot more home games coming up here. Uh, but but you just kind of like to see them diversify a little bit. You know, run the run the ball a little more. I mean, obviously they've had the issues with the injuries on defense, and maybe you know Von Miller kind of eventually gets back to some of his pre-injury form. Uh, although that could take a while, and, and adding Rasul Douglas at, at corner should, should help. But um, it doesn't. It doesn't feel like that. This is a team that you know a year ago this time looked like it was going to run away and hide and win the Super Bowl, um, and they just don't seem like they're they're that team anymore. Hey Nate, if uh, they picked MVP today, where would Lamar be in that ranking? Wow, that's a great question, Benny. I, I mean, right, right. It, it, it definitely seems like something that really lacks clarity right now, and mm-hmm. is maybe open to yeah. a, a non-quarterback. This year, I mean, I think Lamar would probably be in the, the top five of that discussion. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts, the way he's playing and dragging that leg around, I, I think is probably the front runner or whatever that's worth at the midway point. But, I mean, I think this is a year that you could see a Tyreek Hill or a, a Micah Parsons um, or Christian McCaffrey, somebody like that, sneak up and get that award just because we're, we're, we're just not seeing that one guy, and especially not from the quarterback position really we're in the league that, that's kind of stepping forward. Uh, and running away with it. I think it's kind of one of the more compelling storylines right now just because it, it is so wide open. Um, and, I mean, I, I, Lamar's been good. I, I still don't really think that they've fully integrated in, into this passing offense. I mean, uh, I thought he was fun to watch against Detroit where you actually saw him extend plays to pass instead of extend plays to run. But but it continues to be uneven with him. Um, but, I mean, this, this, this award is here for the taking in the second half, and I think Lamar is certainly on the short list of people that, that could make a run at it. How impressed are you, you know, with the consistency of the Ravens' defense? That that's the biggest shock to me this year so far. Well, I mean, that's really what's what's kind of. I don't want to say they're carrying this team because the offense has been so good, but I mean, you know, number one, it gets in in terms of points allowed. Number two, overall, <clears throat> I mean, it's it's what it's what Baltimore has become accustomed to with this team. But certainly, it's a it's a different cast of characters. Um, and, and I mean, I think that they are kind of the driving force uh, of, of this team being seven to two right now. But not not to take anything away from the offense, I still think, like I said, they're they're finding their their way a bit. But um, to do what they've done the last you know three weeks to to demolish two of the best teams in the NFC, uh, you know, really really kind of speaks to, to how well Baltimore's playing. But but it does feel like that that there's more room to grow here. What'd you think of Antonio? I mean, I picked the Raiders. I figured that that you know that they would be fired up just because it seemed like the players hated Josh McDaniel, so you knew they were going to get a great effort. Yeah, great, great effort at home uh, against a bad team. Obviously, it, it, it helped that Daniel Jones went down, but I, I feel like a lot of times you see that uh, when you make a coaching change because the other team doesn't necessarily know what to expect. Uh, or game plan for, uh, and I think in a lot of those cases, whether whether it's because you're you're fighting for the coach that got fired, or in this case the opposite, yeah, you, you get a little bit of a lift from from that from that uh, that change. Now the question is how how long can they sustain it? I mean they haven't beaten any good teams this year, um, but 
there, there, there are some players in Vegas. I, I don't think they're good enough to, to really make a strong run towards towards the playoffs. But, um, you know, you'd like to see Antonio Pierce do well and you'd like to see that team kind of be relevant, which has been such a struggle for them for, you know, most of the last two decades. If you're Carolina, are you saying, oops, we took the wrong quarterback, or is it too early to tell yet in your mind? Yeah, I, I do think it's too early, and, and I think that the reason, you know, Carolina drafted Bryce Young well, was largely for um, – the stuff that you can't quantify from from the neck up, and uh, yeah. I mean he's learning. I mean the you know, some of the the, the picks yesterday uh, were, were uh, rookie mistakes. Um, but I gotta say, I mean I did think that Bryce Young was was landing in a situation where he have a better supporting cast, not only from a player perspective but from a coaching perspective, um, in that he he would be a more effective player this year than C.J. Stroud. And then the fact that C.J. Stroud is, is is elevating that Houston team. Where you know, I'm not sure people could have named that many Texans players going into the season. I mean, this cast of characters he's got at receiver is really not much different than last year, aside from Tank Dell. I mean, they've really been beaten up on the offensive line at Houston, um, but he just continues to kill it. So I, I think I think you got to give C.J. Stroud a, a, a lot of credit, um, and then certainly this this kind of dispels a lot of the noise that was kind of surrounding him as the, as the draft got closer. When do you think Kyler Murray comes back? Well, I think they got to activate him this week, so uh, we'll, we'll, I think we'll, we'll certainly get to that point. But um, this, this is such a compelling subplot to the season for a team that otherwise, you know, you wouldn't pay attention to. Um, but I mean, if, if if he plays well, I mean, if you're the Cardinals, are you like great? You know, we've got our guy. Uh, we we continue to build around him. Or if he plays well, you're like, wow, great. He's he's playing well, and and we can you know, actually get a better premium form on the trade market because maybe what we'd rather do is draft Caleb Williams with the number one pick. Um, although if he, if he is playing well, also does this Colin Royce take him out of that discussion? Um, you know, do, do you take the, the uh, restraints off completely and let him go? I mean, how much are you trying to keep him in the pocket? Uh, you know, how much would you rather be, be playing for the, for the draft pick, particularly given that the Texas pick they hold uh, continues to, to fall down the board. Some people thought the Cardinals would be picking one and two next year. So, um, and if Kyler Murray doesn't play well, I mean, you know, are, are you then looking at, at possibly taking quick Caleb Williams with having to trade him for 50 cents on the dollar? So it, it's going to be a really fascinating uh, calculus that they got to measure there. Uh, plus the fact that he's got the contract, which I think really, you know, is kind of real money for, for two more years, but it would still be a tremendous cap hit there. But, you know, if, if they go full rebuild and, and the bid wells will, will eat that, not, not as big a deal, but um, I'm, I'm really fascinated to see how that whole thing plays out. Nate Davis, USA Today, talking to NFL here on Video in Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Nate, last for you. Uh, final game of week nine tonight. He gave me in here on The Fan. Chargers are favored. Three and a half points at the Jets. Is this a charging game, or do they rise to the uh, national TV occasion here behind Justin Herbert? No, I think every game is a charging game. It's just <laughs> how, how much are they going to score, you know? Um, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, they're, they're both talented teams that, that seem to underachieve at times. Although, you, you know, you wouldn't say that about the Jets this year, uh, <clears throat> aside from Zach Wilson. But I'm, I'm kind of curious, what, what, what could he do tonight uh, against I, – I think the Chargers still have the worst pass defense in the league. Um, you know, can the Jets actually put some, some points on the board? Um, are, are the Chargers actually going to be able to put enough points on the board against a good defense? Um, and I always enjoy watching Justin Herbert play. I'm kind of hoping that he's kind of back to where he was. You know, look looked good. Uh, in, in his last outing. Should be a fun game to watch. Yeah, maybe those Subway subs will give him that super strength tonight, <laughs> Nate Davis, against the Jets. Nate, always appreciate the time. Enjoy tonight's game. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Nate. Nate, Nate Davis, USA Today, prior to the season, picked every team in the AFC North to win double-digit games. 
And here they are, yeah. kind of on pace to do that. Ravens are only three wins away from it as they're seven and two. If you want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. What's good about the Ravens? What worries you as they're in first place in the toughest division in football? And if the lunch coming up at one o'clock, going to hear from some other teams throughout the NFL as an interesting day took place. We'll look at our picks. Round 115, and, you know, it's picks. I mean, so, you know, somebody screwed up somewhere. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 105.7 The Fan. I want to say we're far off over at close. You know, we just need to keep doing what we're doing, keep stacking, and keep getting better each and every week. So Lamar Jackson was asked if the Ravens have reached their peak. And we kind of hope they didn't in week nine. We want that peak to happen in uh, late January, kind of a dumb question, early really. February. But, you know, offensively, they still have some things to do. We're just talking to Nate Davis from USA Today, and Vinny asked the question, if the MVP was handed out today, mm-hmm. where would Lamar factor in? Well, Bill Barnwell from ESPN.com, we haven't had on him forever. Where'd Barnwell been? Nolan McGraw. Maybe he changed his phone number. He did. <laughs> like all your girlfriends, right, yeah. Norm? Yeah. The ones that got away. Yeah. <laughs> 411. <laughs> but he's got Mahomes third, Bill Barnwell we're talking about, Hertz second, and Lamar Jackson numero uno. Oh, okay. For most valuable player in the league, this is all subject to change. He's got Tyreek Hill as the offensive player of the year, and I don't think that's an egregious uh, – Selection, McCaffrey three, A.J. Brown there. Miles Garrett, defensive player of the year. Had a Max Crosby who just had three yeah. sacks yesterday. And smoking a cigar after the game. <laughs> no, a- De- Devon Weatherspoon, real quick, uh, defensive rookie of the year, who the Ravens saw yesterday, but, you know. How much oh, Lamar got pissed at him when he came diving at him, you know. And then C.J. Stroud, duh. That's a way. Offensive a, yeah. rookie of the year. Yeah, no doubt about it. You know, that that's – the, the the thing with, you know, that you got to like about Lamar, they were saying that the stat, Bob, in 94, Steve Young was the leading pass completion guy and the leading rusher, you know, for quarterbacks, and then won the MVP and went to the Super Bowl. And that's where Lamar is right now. Vinny and Haney, 105.7, the fan game tonight. We just talked about that as well. Chargers taking on the Jets. Chargers, three-and-a-half-point favorites, which that, quite frankly, doesn't mean anything. You think about those guys here to talk about that more. Let's go get uh, Q in Pikesville. Q, what's happening? Yeah, good day, fellas. All How right, Q, game day, baby. How about Lamar, number one for MVP right now? Not bad for a running quarterback, is it, Q? Yeah, he's still running. He hasn't impressed me as a passer. That hasn't changed. Um, congratulations to OBJ, first and foremost, man. It took a quarterback change for him to finally get a touchdown, but hey, kudos to him. You're the only one that would have thought that. Damn. Yeah, so I mean, check this out, man. Uh, game day today, that 24-13 game green. I don't think they're going to be able to score. They're missing one of their receivers, so all they got is Allen. So that's checkmate right there. Only thing I'm worried about, aside from Zach Wilson, because I'm very cautious. I tell other Jets fans, we got to do this a quarter to quarter when it comes to offense. Aside from him, I'm worried about the run game. If we could stop the run game, Eklund and all of them, it's checkmate. So I'm not too worried about that. Great day of football yesterday. My entire division lost. So if we win, we are half a game out of first place with no A-Rod. Who would have thought it? 
episode. Just hold down a foot. Couple more weeks. Cause now they're saying he should be returning December twenty eighth. Um, that should be a Thursday night game against the Browns. So hold down the foot. The schedule gets lighter. Rock and roll. And then when we get in the playoffs, it's checkmate. I noticed you didn't. Thank hey, you. How's your old, How's your old line? Yeah, I'd be worried about that Chargers pass no, rush. The O line. The O line is suspect, but it's it, it's a patch job. You know, guys is coming and going, coming and going. Our best lineman, Elijah Barrett Tucker, is going for the year again. So we 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 rocking and rolling. Brown, Dwayne Brown is still out. We put Beckton back at left tackle. So we'll see. It's a it's a committee by by quarter. I can't even say by game. Committee by quarter. So yeah, the best linebacker in the game right now that's not talked about, Quincy Williams, aka last month's um defensive player player of the uh, the month. I think he's going to shine even more. More people's going to know about him tonight. So, I mean, it's hold down the fort 24-13. We rock and roll. Half a game out. We play the Raiders next week. By next week, we should be in first place. Take it easy, fellas. Cue in Pikesville. I guess Lamar leading the NFL in completion percentage isn't good enough throwing the ball. No. I mean, I don't know. Because he, he's he, hard he to please. Yeah, he didn't miss – the deep ball he's got to work on. Other than that, I thought he threw it pretty by, well. By the way, he should be really worried about the Chargers' pass rush tonight. Oh, I mean, no. they're up there among the sack leaders. Their quarterbacks at Jets have been sacked a ton. I'd be concerned with that. The only thing that would give me hope as a Jets fan is that the Chargers find ways to screw things up. The coach does. Yeah, Quentin Johnston's going to step up, we would think, the rookie wide receiver at TCU. TCU. Yeah. So, I mean, there's still Eckler's going to be hard to deal with. I mean, if Herbert is on point, I think the Jets could be in for a long evening here on national television. And here's a guy talking about them being in first place next week. Vinny, you think the Raiders are going to be the Jets. Yeah, the way they're playing right now and stuff. Bob, whose offensive line had was like, just like the Jets, switch here, switch there, all, all the time. Musical chairs, other than one guy, four of their five guys, Seattle. And what happened to them yesterday? They're, you know. They have four sacks. Four sacks. Ton of pressure. Yeah, Geno Smith turning the ball over, not at a record pace, but at a detrimental uh, pace for victory. Look, they turned it over three times against the Cardinals and got lucky to win that game, Seattle. Yeah. A few weeks ago, and they got lucky against Cleveland. And, you know, they were somewhat exposed by the Ravens. But when you destroy Detroit, who I think is legit, yeah, I do too. Seattle, I don't know yet. I mean, you beat Arizona. You don't see that physical. W. You know, I mean, I, I think Detroit can match up with you, and you know, just because the coach is that type of guy, and, and Pete likes to run it and hammer it too. But uh, they couldn't do that at all. Maryland embarrassed on Saturday, past fifty-one fifteen, at the hands of Penn State. Maryland's lost four in a row, minus forty-nine yards rushing. On the day for the Terps, who are two-point favorites at Nebraska coming up on noon Saturday. It's on Peacock, in addition to uh, being on 105.7 The Fan, since we are the flagship home of the Terps. But you're still a win away from being bowl eligible. They could still maybe get into a bowl at 5-7 and because there's so many bowl games and you have the conference affiliation things. But if I'm a Maryland fan, which I am, I'm not real happy with the direction of this year's team. Bob, if they go five and seven, let's look at worst and that's case. Stating the obvious. Yeah. If they go five and seven, Bob, 
it's going to be, you know, which coaches are leaving, which players are leaving, you know, who are you going to have for the bowl, you know. But how much more turnover do you need in your coaching staff? It's it's a carousel yeah. every year. But now, I'm, if I'm Mike Loxley, I'm calling plays for the rest of the season. Why not? Salvage it. Bob, if I'm Hemby, I'm 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 hitting the portal. You're gone, Zell? Yeah, I don't, you, I don't think don't Gattis like, likes You don't like him. five carries and yeah, zero it, yards? Yeah, I don't think you don't Gattis likes him. <laughs> he did score one of Maryland's two touchdowns. Jayshon Jones got the other one. But uh, Aller, the kid from Penn State, he looked like John Unitas dicing up yeah, that Maryland defense. And the week uh, before, he looked like a uh, 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 junior high quarterback. Spitty at Haiti, 105.7. The fans of Maryland in dire straits. Football, basketball starts tomorrow against Mount St. Mary's. Kevin Willard, year two. We had Jerry Palmo in last week. He thinks Maryland's going to be really good this year. There's a nice mix of veterans and youth on this year's team. So it all starts tomorrow for Coach Willard. We'll talk about that throughout the course of the week and throughout the next few months because college basketball season goes into March, hence March Madness. It's Vinny at 8105.7 The Fan. Interesting week nine of the NFL season. We'll get into that when we come back. NFL lunch style. We'll look at our picks. You want to get in, you can at 410-583-1057. Daniel Jones out for the year of the Giants' torn ACL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.